Yeah. And I th- like, cause one of the things you said was a baby, right? Doesn't think about quitting when he's trying to learn how to walk. Cause it has yeah. to, right? So it falls a few times, it trips and whatever, it starts crying, but it never quits. We never quit. Right. Yeah. And same for Muay Thai. Like earlier you asked me a question about like, how do I deal with the fallbacks? Like I, I mean, it's like a combat sport, right? So you, you kind of have to have the mentality that yes, work super hard, do your road work, do your bag work, do your pad work, all that, get, get, get the work in. And then you're still going to have obstacles, right? But when you recognize that that's just kind of like how it's going to go, that, you know, it's a combat sport, you're going to get hit, you're going to get hurt, you're going to fall, but that doesn't mean you stay down, right? Mm. You fall and every single time you fall, you laugh it off, have a good, you know, chuckle about it and then you get back up and you progress forward. Welcome everybody to Born Unstoppable. My name is Tiago and I believe you were uniquely designed to be an unstoppable force for good. Each episode, we will be bringing you incredible guests that have overcome challenges in their life so that you can learn from their experience and implement their strategies to grow in the areas that matter the most, your health, wealth, and relationships. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, I talk to Mike Zhang. He is the CEO and founder of Applied Science Nutrition, a supplement company which he founded a couple years ago, which has skyrocketed already to an eight-figure income. He literally makes $10 million a year doing this. And one of the cool things of how I discovered him is he's rubbing shoulders against with one of the best, Vince Del Monte, Joel, Mary, and Dan long and so on he's part of the hundred million dollar mastermind group which you have to pay a hundred thousand dollars to be part of this group so we actually talk about this so the fact that you're getting some of this inside scoop inside information is amazing high value content uh, mike has a master's degree in engineering and he's also a two-time national muay thai champion On this episode, we talk about how he got into fighting, the mindset you need for success, and the importance of mentorship and more. Before we jump in, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, really any platform that you listen to this, but Apple Podcasts is where you can give that five-star review. It greatly helps people notice the podcast, and it lets me know what you're enjoying about it. So drop a review there. I love reading that, and I'll share it on Instagram. All right, hope you enjoy this one. Take care. Hey, Mike. Welcome to Born Unstoppable. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to have you on. I'm looking forward to hearing some of, of your advice and your journey up, up until now. Um, one way that I like to start my podcast is by uh, starting off with rapid fire questions where I'll ask you a couple of questions. You can answer quickly and then if anything sticks out, we can circle back around and talk about that. How does that sound? Sounds great. All right. So where did you grow up? In Toronto, Ontario. Okay. And where do you live now? Um, Also Toronto, Ontario. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And what's one of your favorite books? Uh, Think and Grow Rich. Okay. Uh, Anything in particular stick out about it? Just the whole positive mindset around money. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what's one of your superpowers? Uh, networking. Networking. All right. Maybe we can talk about that later. And what do you feel is holding people back from finding success in, uh, let's say, entrepreneurship? Mindset. Mindset. All right. So maybe let's dive a little bit. You know, I'm going to write it down and then we'll, we'll dive into that uh, networking a little bit later. But Let's go back to kind of who Mike was, little Mike was, um, and your upbringing. I think it's always fascinating to hear who a person was growing up and see how it changed uh, to put them on a trajectory they are. So if you wouldn't mind, could you just take us back to uh, young Mike and, and bring us up to date to who you are today? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say when I was uh, in high school, 
I was very similar to a lot of other kids maybe that, that didn't really do well in school. So I struggled. I actually almost dropped out of high school. Um, I just had a hard time focusing in class. A lot of the things that we were learning didn't really seem relevant to me. And, um, you know, I wasn't really, I would say, too athletic either. So I really didn't have an identity really much to say. Um, and then one day somebody told me to kind of try boxing. So that's where the whole Muay Thai came into play. So I walked into the Muay Thai gym or the boxing gym and I started picking up um, the skill, which is fighting. And I realized that people were very positive towards me in that environment. So it was really the first time people had told me that I was like, really great at something. So yeah. I kind of naturally gravitated towards it. Um, and from there, I kind of learned like hard work, um, dedication, you know, like focus. I learned how to focus a little bit better. So I just kind of shifted my focus in school. So I managed to get my grades up. Um, I finished school, went to university, worked for a little bit. And then I kind of used the same ideas and the work ethic, the mindset that I acquired from, you know, ended up with 20 plus fights, North American champion, uh, was about to turn pro. Um, and I applied into business and now I have a multi multi-million dollar company. Um, I have seven figures in different assets from stocks to a portfolio of real estate. Um, and I'm 32 years old and, you know, I'd like to have a net worth of over I'm hopefully getting getting to like 30 to 40 million before I turn, you know, 34 around there. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really cool uh, to see um, that one huge aspirations um, for, for a lot of people. Right. And I'm sure that we can get a little bit into what got you into Muay Thai, what, what got you into business. But I'm sure it wasn't uh, easy to get where you're at. You put in a lot of long days a long a lot of, of restless nights um to get to where you are but it, it's paid off and um i'd love to hear a little bit about what what transitioned how did you get into muay thai and kind of like what are the life skills that you learned from fighting often that that discipline and then even becoming a champion like did your mindset change once you kind of reached that that goal Yeah, I mean, for me, um, the big thing with Muay Thai, I think the great thing about a sport like Muay Thai is that it's um, if you just do the work um, and you're willing to pay the price, and you want can get that same outcome and get the product mm -hmm. that you want, which is, you know, a championship level um, success. So it, it, yeah, it does take a lot of work. It takes time too, so you got to be patient. Things like that doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of repetition. Yeah. You're practicing a lot of the same techniques over and over again. Um, a lot of the stuff really comes down to uh, the battle within yourself and are you the, and are your willingness to pay the price because mm -hmm. it does take time. You're training, you know, roughly five days, six days a week, typically about two hours, two and a half, um, sometimes a little bit more. So it, it's, it's, it becomes kind of mentally tiring as well as physically because, you know, you want to go sometimes when you're university, you want to go party and stuff. But, you know, like if you wanted to become a champion fighter and you're getting up every morning, every Sunday morning to do hill sprints like we were, um, yeah. it makes it a little bit hard, right? Like you can't really party, right? Yeah. Um, so I would say that, like just the work ethic and the ability to kind of think under pressure. I mean, we can get into the finer details, but um, yeah. that's probably the biggest one. Okay, work ethic and fight under impression. Um, I would love to hear your mindset, uh, yeah, your perspective and your mindset around overcoming obstacles. I know that I'm always curious to, you're, you're basically, you're the first fighter that I really get to talk about. You're the first fighter on this podcast. I love watching UFC watch fighters and I, I can only imagine the tenacity and the mindset that you need to continue pushing forward when you're tired, when you're getting beat up, like when you get dropped, can you talk a little bit about um, what what goes through your mind when you feel like giving up, when there's this obstacle? Uh, what do you do to kind of overcome the obstacles in front of you? And that could be, you know, start off with, with fighting and maybe kind of expand to even business and, and life itself. Yeah. Um... You know, I think once you're in the ring with a sport like Muay Thai, you do have to acknowledge that there's going to be some bad days, right? You don't go to the gym and you feel great every single day. The yeah. truth is, like, 
you know, in, in sparring, there are going to be days where you get dropped, right? It's happened to me. I've, I've broken ribs, noses, hands on people's faces. I've broken my foot hitting people. I've also had people break like my parts of my body and that's fine. Um, (laughs) you like, you can go home and you'll feel bad about it, but then you got to think and be like, okay, like, wow, you know, today I made a mistake, right? Um, why did he get me with this? And then kind of reassess the situation and just bounce back a little bit stronger and use that to, as a learning opportunity to kind of make sure you don't make that mistake next time. Yeah. Okay, so it's really, really like reflecting on on that experience and just not making that mistake again. Okay. And um, how did you go from, from Muay Thai to building a, a supplement company? Um, so while I was training, a lot of people kind of enjoyed me as a coach. I really enjoy uh, mentoring and helping other people. Um, so naturally, one person said to me, like, hey, you know, you should put pro- a program up. You know, somebody made it, people always made a joke that, you know, like Mike Zhang was always known for his abs, right? So I was like, okay, well, why don't I make like an ab program, right? I saw like P90X had a program out, um, you know, like all these programs were out. Yeah. So I was like, why don't I just make one? So I made one um, that incorporated shadow boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said it was like get a body like a fighter without having to step in a ring but that was my first DVD like program and a lot of people bought it and naturally with that people were like oh like what supplements do you take right so I was like oh well I take like A, B, C, D, E and then they were like oh can I just buy it through you so now I would yeah. sell like other people's products and then one day um, I was sitting at a conference and somebody was like oh I have um, a company that helps you manufacture supplements so then I was kind of like, oh, cool. Like I should do that, right? Like I'm already selling supplements. I might as well just sell my own supplements. So we did that. Um, and then it just like, it just snowballed. Huh. It's cool. So like you were, you're focused on fighting. You're already doing that. People pointed out something, um, you know, you're, what you're good at. You're good at having abs. So maybe you could create some training programs. So <laughs> you, you, you did that. You taught people how to be fit. Uh, had a shadow box and then another opportunity arise like people asking about supplements so um, you just kind of kept your your mindset open into kind of like what business opportunities could come and with the proper mentorship that the next opportunity was the supplement company um, which has been successful right I think on your Instagram profile maybe it's uh, you made 20 million in three years uh, I mean that's annual revenue. Yeah, we're we're on pace for twenty million this year. Okay, wow, that's all you, even more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Uh, that's more yeah. than I thought. Then that's great. And um, before we move on, kind of like, what do you wish? How about let's go back to kind of establishing that supplement company. The 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 grind that you went through to kind of get it up and going, like. How how were those early days compared to what it is now? Um, actually, let me take back my number. I think this year we're on track for 10. We have projected okay. 20, but we're actually very far behind schedule. So let's say 10. Okay. Just, just, be, just be accurate. Um, yeah, yeah like when I, started, when I started the company, it was, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that just, um, you know, there's different kinds of personalities, right? Like yeah. uh, there are people that are very smart and they're very good at finding team members and they're very good at leveraging their work. Where my strength is, is I can just work really hard. So at the beginning, I would just be like, okay, well, you know what? Like, I'll just do everything on my own, right? Customer service, writing copy, sales page design, even like down to almost coding. Like, I would just be like, I'll just grunt it, right? Wow. Pure, like just raw work ethic. Um, But that's not smart, right? Because eventually when you build a company, like I can't be in my emails answering customer service emails, especially like now. I literally, I don't think I could even, like if it was me answering it, I can't even... Like by the time I answer one, another three would have come in, right? Yeah. Just the volume that we're doing. So at first I was kind of like grinding it out and doing everything on my own. And afterwards I started learning about like proper company management, having a team, having directors. And now I have a team that works with me and it's a lot easier now for me because I can come up with kind of like the ideas that I think we should implement and mm-hmm. I give it to them and they'll support me in terms of implementing the actual work. Okay. 
Yeah, so you focused on on really what you're good at, which is working hard. And then once you had kind of like the financial resources, then you started scaling it through hiring the, the proper people. And how was that scaling process um, for your business? Uh, was it a, a smooth transition or did you have some kind of bumps along the way? Um, definitely we had some bumps. I think finding the right people is always fairly challenging, yeah. especially when you work in the, our company is all digital. So we don't have people meeting face to face. Although I do have some people locally that I meet maybe once every two weeks, but for the most part, we're working remote. So that adds another layer of complexity to it. Um, we, we have, I think we have a pretty good system dialed in now um, that we, we use to keep track of everybody and our systems in place. But when we were looking for that, it was definitely a, a difficult transition sometimes. Okay. And I really want to explore your passion because I know when I when I look at your Instagram stories and, and people ask you questions, you know, like how did you get to where you're at? Because you grad, you got a master's in engineering, right? And yeah. people yeah. want to know, bro, like you went from an engineer, Muay Thai champion, hanging out with people like Joel Marion. You have a picture with Floyd Mayweather from the Mastermind, um, and you're you're killing it. You have a super successful business. And I want to give you the the floor to really uh, share your passion in in terms of like mentoring. So if if a uh, eighteen year old kid, you know, messaged you or you had a, an opportunity to sit down with him and he asked you kind of what what advice would you give him in order to pursue his dreams to um, yeah w- whatever the dreams is become an entrepreneur become a doctor. In my case, I'm going to become a doctor, so I get a lot of questions, you know. Um, what, what should I do to become a doctor? But like, what advice do you give to people who come to you and ask you for um, inspiration? Mm. Yeah, so the reason why um, you also asked me why I like mentoring is I, I really enjoy helping people because when I grew up, I feel like the people in my circle, I had a lot of neg- negative influences in my life, mainly my parents, just because the way they are, you know, they're minorities. Yeah. Um they have a very, very small mindset around things, especially my mom, especially when it comes to money. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So I like, I like helping people because I like giving people what I didn't necessarily have. Right. Yeah. So um, that's why I really enjoy kind of providing for other people. And I also feel like I had a lot of great mentors. I had my boxing coach who supported me. So I feel like it's kind of my duty to give back. Um, In terms of telling people like an 18 year old, I would tell them to just think big, first of all, um, read and i would look at things objectively i always say this over and over again but we don't even realize how little in control we are of our lives the majority of people you know we kind of play this game which i call follow the leader um earl nightingale talks about it in the strangest secret um he says that nobody really knows why they do stuff but they do it because they saw their neighbors or their friends or Joe Schmo from down the road doing it. But yeah. people rarely ask themselves, like, why am I doing it? So I've always asked myself, like, hey, does this make sense, right? And I urge the person to ask himself that too. It's like, what are you interested? What do you think makes sense in terms of, like, in terms from a money perspective, you know, quant- quantitatively speaking? Um, and if you feel like something has a good opportunity, I suggest you test it out and see um, maybe don't like go after it a hundred percent. And I didn't do it either. I always started on the side to test out the waters to see if it can work. And if you see something has potential to work, then go for it. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, that's really good advice. And I think one thing that I get from what you said and things that I've listened to you talk about before is like, never count yourself out. Like, would you say that? Um, mm-hmm. because from the book you've read, uh, I already forget the name of it, but the the book that you really like, um, uh, Think it's really Think, Think and Grow Rich. Yes, yeah, Think and Grow Rich. It's all about really thinking positive, uh, not counting yourself out, dreaming big, and then really making uh, the steps necessary to get there. I feel like a lot of people uh, they'll look to uh, other people who are successful and say, "Oh, I, I can never." be there like um i can never get into medical school or i can never start and run a business that makes a million dollars 10 million dollars right and so it really starts with with the mindset so what would you say to people who maybe aren't 
quite there yet. Maybe they feel like they have imposter syndrome or they have a weaker mindset. They want to get there. They want to have um, that winner's mindset to be able to overcome any obstacles. Like, how would you encourage somebody to develop a, a stronger mindset? Um, I think once you start doing taking action, you start seeing results, and that's the biggest thing. It's kind of like going to the gym or even Muay Thai. Um, you go to the gym and you you train for like two weeks. Inevitably, if you train hard, you're going to see a little bit of results. And then that kind of reinforces your positive mindset because you see mm -hmm. something, right? So I'm not saying you start off and be like, hey, I'm going to be a world champion and just like set yourself up there because that's almost like, I mean, yeah, you can have that goal, but you should break it down and be like, hey, like let's go to the gym for two weeks, right? And then you're going to see, you know, maybe a little bit of results, right? Then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I love it. Like I'm having a lot of fun. Then you go back for another four weeks and then you see more. And then now it's like it grows and grows and grows. And next thing you know, after five years, now you're stepping in a ring for like the third, fourth, fifth time. And then we can potentially talk about like, you know, those big, big goals. So I would say just take action um, and go, go. Yeah, just go take action. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Action um, removes anxiety. I think that's mm -hmm. a quote that a lot of people throw around. And mm -hmm. so it's like you start small, like you said, start going a couple couple times a week. Uh, then you build that momentum. And after a couple of years, months, whatever, uh, you start to feel that identity change. So you go from kind of like, oh, I can never start a business or, or run a successful business to now I am an entrepreneur. I have a business. If you stick with it, if you go, if you, you know, pick up the phone, if you send the dms and and do that day in and day out uh, your identity is going to start to to mold to become what you do on a day-to-day -day basis okay yeah that's a really good one yeah i like that now you're around uh, a lot of high performers um i mean one you are one i mean you can't not be a muay thai champion <laughs> without having good discipline good high performance strategies uh, but some people that I know that you hang around with uh, would be like Craig Ballantyne, Vince Delmani, Joel Marin. And I, I always love listening to people's uh, routines, morning routines, night routines, kind of like what are the, the keys um, or the tools and strategies that people use to get to where they are? So what, what did your morning routine look like when you were initially starting the business, right? Like you're working, it was just you. And then how does your morning routine mm -hmm. look like now? So when I was just starting just me in my grind phase, um, and I always tell people like, don't necessarily listen to me because this is what worked for me. It's not very practical to be honest, because I think you're going to very quickly burn out because I, I did. Um, but I would get up at like 5 a.m. and just work, um, work my ass off. And then at like nine o'clock, I'd go to the gym for a little bit and I'd come back and I just keep working all day. Um, I, I don't think that was very smart and I don't think that was very practical. So I feel like what I do now is a little bit better. So I still wake up around 6.30 to 7, but like I, I try to plan my, I, I plan like a year now, right? So okay. um, I kind of know what I have to do for the month, for the quarter, for the, for the week. And I write down like this two things that I have to do. And I, I re-record it like the night before, like, like Craig Valentine says. And then, so mm -hmm. when I wake up in the morning, I know what I have to do and I wake up and I do the same thing pretty much every day. So I wake up and um, my coffee is on preset for 6.30. So I come out, grab the coffee, right? Just walk to my ta my yeah. office because my office is at home here. Nice. Um, and I just start working. Um, I work, I do what we call deep work for typically two and a half hours, sometimes okay. three, depending on how I feel. Um, and then at around nine o'clock, um, I check in with the rest of my team. So that's pretty much it for my morning now. Um, after I check in with my team, I'll go hit the gym again um, and work out. My gym is actually on my balcony nowadays because of COVID, everything's closed. But, um, but I'm fully set up here with everything. Um, mm -hmm. So then I work out and then I just carry on with the day. Um, and I just kind of just slowly progress through the day. Okay. Yeah, sounds Sounds uh, like a very good, and that's exactly what I do because I learned it from the same person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wake up doing uh, deep work, and I guess um, that's really the, it's like that consistency that gives you the results, right? So um, it's really good to hear that, you know, 
it's not success isn't complicated for the most part um if you can kind of just be consistent chain like learn have mentors um and adapt then anybody can really achieve success uh depending on what their goals are yeah definitely i 100 percent agree so um in your mind i'd love to hear uh, from your perspective like how important would be is mentorship in, in your life and how important would is mentorship in i think everybody's life I think it's very important, especially if you don't have positive people around you right now. Yeah. Because if you have negative people around you, um, they may put down your idea. And that's only because they're projecting their mindset onto you. So when I, I'll just use myself as an example. When I was working and I told people that I wanted to do what I'm doing now, my circle of friends, I was actually making the most money already right, as an engineer. Mm-hmm. and then they were kind of like like what are you doing that's crazy right and if i had not went out to look for mentors or friends that were doing what i wanted to do i might have still been there right yeah but because i changed my circle now all of a sudden the dialogue went from that's crazy why would you do to why would you do that to why wouldn't you do that yeah we're all doing it right so then you know, when once I started those finding those mentors, I started watching what they were doing. I started studying their behaviors. I started looking at their business. I started asking for tips, and they would help me. And that's how I did it. Is I literally just found mentors and associated myself with the people that were doing what I wanted to do. And soon I was doing it. This is the exact same topic we talk about in our Facebook community, the Born Unstoppable community. It can be challenging to find like-minded individuals working towards similar goals. So you can join the conversation there. Just go to www.chiagulusvarki.com forward slash community. Now back to the show. Yeah, that's very key. I think mentorship, I think a lot of people undervalue the the power of mentorship. Like they know about it, they might um, acknowledge it, but they don't pursue it themselves. and um, it's easy that if you grow up in maybe the wrong environment, you're not motivated. Maybe your parents aren't, aren't the best parents, or maybe you don't have the best friend circle, but things really change once you start surrounding yourself with, uh, the right friends. Um, let's say you, you can even hire a coach, pay for a program or, or join a mastermind. And that alone, if you take action with the advice and, and the people around you can completely, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, kick you into another like atmosphere <laughs> take take you to the to the next level because you go from the normal people kind of normal aspirations um to people who dream bigger they dream beyond what they know they can get in the hopes that they'll get it and some people pull it off and it, it's super inspiring inspiring to do that now i know that you are part of the 100 million dollar mastermind um, do you want to, would you be willing to talk a little bit about it? I know that it is a, a pricey mastermind. So if there's uh, secrets you don't want to share, I understand, but I would love to kind of pick your brain and, and hear kind of your experience from being part of that mastermind around people of such high caliber. Yeah, of course. I'm just, I mean, there's no real secret sauce in it. It's yeah. just a regular group of people, right? Um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. It's uh, yeah, so it's a hundred thousand for the year, um, USD, um, and you get around people that are doing mostly between I think seven, eight, nine figure plus businesses, and yeah, it's it's been pretty pretty awesome. I I definitely have gotten my money's back like many many times. Wow. Um, yeah, just like yeah, just talking to people, and I mean like you know when you when you run a business, see I. This is sometimes I worry about giving people advice about this topic, but because I'm always weird when I'm like, hey, yeah, just go and drop a hundred thousand on this mastermind, right? Because yeah, like for for me, it made sense, right? Because like um, my mentor was Joel Marion, who ran the mastermind, and all these other people that were in our space was in it. So for me, like I had to I had to network with certain people that were on my network list, and this was the only mastermind that they went to. Like they don't go to any of these other events, right? So mm-hmm. I had like maybe a 10 minute window to network, network with these people. And it was wow. because of, of this event, right? 
And now these people are like my personal friends. I'm flying out to these people's homes now, meeting them when I have tax questions. Like a 10 minute conversation with the right person can save you maybe like, I don't know, like tons, tons of money, right? Or like just somebody giving you an idea and you implement it. It could like change, totally change the trajectory of your life, right? And it could Mm -hmm. be from one idea that took you 30 seconds to hear. Yeah, so um, that that kind of brings us to that initial point or your superpower, which is networking. Uh, remember, you mentioned that in the beginning of of the podcast. What since you're you're at the master, mastermind, you have these uh, guys you look up to, people who you want to network with. Um, what's your tips for people who just want to? get to know maybe uh, or find a mentor, right? Like, so for, for pre-meds, for example, um, maybe they want to talk to a doctor and shadow the doctor. For entrepreneurs, maybe they want to talk to a successful entrepreneur, become their intern, gain some advice. Um, what are kind of, kind of uh, the fundamental principles that, that you naturally kind of think through um, in regards to networking? Um, so... There's this book called Go-Giver. I think it's really, really good. Also, How to Win Friends and Influence People, where when you talk to people, you want to try to help them as much as you can and and be and look for a genuine relationship. You know, it's super annoying, and I get it all the time, where people ask you, and they're like, hey, like, can you teach me how to build a business? And just like, can you not only teach it to me, but I also want you to like do A, B, C, D, E, F for me, right? So then it's just yeah. like kind of annoying, right? Um, but if you want to build a genuine relationship where you find out about what other people do, how you can help them, kind of like what you did, right? Even with this podcast, you know, it's like, I'm, I feel like we have a genuine friendship because at the end of the day, like everyone, we're all just human, right? We want yeah. to associate with other people that are true friends that we can hang out, laugh, have a good time with. There's nothing more annoying where that's, I guess annoying is not the right word, but almost <laughs> creepy than someone who's super needy, right? Yeah. They're like, oh my god! Like, I, I'm a big fan of you. Like, I just want to like work, and I, I want to like learn what you do. And can you teach me this? And you do that? Can you do this? And then it's just like, whoa, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a little, a little too much. And actually, um, uh, I'm honored that you know we're, we're friends and that you're on this podcast and we're, we're chatting. Um, I can pick your brain a little bit, but even the the standing desk that I have now, like, it's from you. Like, you recommended it. I wouldn't have, have picked it out. Um, oh. oh yeah, I, I saw your Instagram stories. I'm like, hey, that, that looks like a cool uh, yeah. stand-up desk. So now, um, I bought it. I'm using it, and yeah. So just kind of summarize that. Really, it's networking is all about giving. Like people think they deep down inside, maybe they want to take, they want to connect with somebody because they want to like grow their business, grow their influence. But the the means and how you do that is really by giving to to the person and. I think it's Joel Marin that says, um, you know, you have a goodwill bank, right? So it's like before you ask, before you take from somebody, you always want to give, serve them, fill up that bank so that when you want to kind of cash out, you want some advice, um, you've been very generous and it's going to be a no-brainer that they're going to want to help you. Yeah, that's a really great way of putting it. And I've, yeah, I've heard that before and I really, I really like that analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, so going back to the hundred million mastermind, like, do you have three takeaways from, from your experience that you would be, would be willing to share? Um, or maybe what stood out if three is a little too much? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I have some tactical stuff, but I don't know if it would be really beneficial. I mean, like, I think there was, um, a, a pastor at the last one in Miami who oh, gave cool. a really great presentation. Who was it? Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Um, was it? It was a, uh, I also, I'm, I'm bad with names. I don't remember, but I can, I can get it for you. And, okay. um, his presentation, he was basically saying that when you're born, everyone was born a genius. Hmm. And he made a bunch of really great examples. Right. And then he was like, as you get older, people start forgetting that they're geniuses and they start just settling for uh, average. Yeah. And, I I was like, wow, that is so true, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think yeah. I've heard that somewhere, probably on YouTube. But it's like, as as a kid, like you have all this potential, you're super creative, and as you grow up, you become kind of conformed into the uh, society's mindset, or you you start worrying about what other people are gonna judge you for. So you kind of you forget that you have all this creativity, all this potential, because you just want to um, function the way people expect you to, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so important to to tap into that that potential that we have innate, and I think to do that, you really have to throw off the shackles of of feeling judged by people or trying to live accordance to other people's expectations. Yeah, and I th- like because one of the things you said was a baby, right? Doesn't think about quitting when he's trying to learn how to walk because it has yeah. to, right? So it falls a few times. It trips and whatever it starts crying, but it never quits. We never quit, right? Yeah. And same for Muay Thai. Like earlier, you asked the question about like how do I deal with the fallbacks? Like I, I mean, it's like a combat sport, right? So you you kind of have to have the mentality that yes, work super hard, do your road work, do your bag work, do your pad work, all that. Get 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 the work in, and then you're still gonna have obstacles, right? But when you recognize that that's just kind of like how it's gonna go. That you know, it's a combat sport. You're gonna get hit. You're gonna get hurt. You're gonna fall. But that doesn't mean you stay down, right? Mm. You fall, and every single time you fall, you laugh it off, have a good you know chuckle about it, and then you get back up and you progress forward. Um, mm-hmm. But I think so many people like now in life are just so scared, and they're just so like hesitant. I don't, I, I don't even know. Like I have so many of my friends that I have literally been like, hey dude, like I can help you. Why don't you let me show you what I do, right? And they're like so scared or skeptical, I guess, that they just yeah. don't even take up my, my like my offer, right? Which to me is crazy, right? Yeah. Like, You've done it. You're successful. It's like who wouldn't want to at least <laughs> listen? <laughs> and it's like there's so many people out there that are like asking me for help, right? But it's like, but maybe because they're I don't know they're they're my former friends and they don't you know I don't know what it is. But anyways, yeah. So I just feel like that was a really great speech in the mastermind. Um, I would say also meeting a lot of young, other people, other young guys that are doing bigger stuff than me was really eye-opening and listening to some of the really great stuff that they're doing and seeing the way they act, the way they care themselves. Like I met uh, Josh Snow, um, the guy who created this Snow Teeth Whitening Kit. Oh. And he's like sponsored by like 2 Chains, Floyd Mayweather, like all wow. these guys, right? And he's got a killer business and they call him like the Steve Jobs of... Um, of, um, I think digital marketing or like the, the tooth um, industry and just talking to him, hanging out with him, listening to him speak, I thought was really incredible and really motiva- motivational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's really cool. That must be so neat to kind of rub shoulders with people like that. And it is an inspirational, right? Like, well, this guy's young. He's kind of like me and I can learn a lot. I can teach, I can share kind of like what I know and, um, it's really fun because the, the sky's the limit like with business, right? If you if you know how to market, you can scale your business, keep going, make connections. Um, I think uh, a quote I heard the other day was you can make a lot, give a lot, and have a lot of fun. Uh, and that's kind of like the goals for mm-hmm. uh, people that I, that I listen to. Um, and kind of going back to what you're saying about overcoming being knocked down, overcoming failure, right? The, the key is... Uh, just to share with the audience, like the key is you're going to get knocked down every, every every now and then through life. Like life has obstacles and it, it is challenging whether uh, you're pre-med listening to this podcast, you want to go to medical school or you're someone who's aspiring to like start a, a business. I think the key is really just to keep your eyes on the prize, keep getting up, um, reminding yourself like why, like why you're in that ring, right? Like you got in the ring because you wanted to become a world champion and you had other reasons for it. And I'm sure more than once you've had to remind yourself to be able to keep pushing forward. Yeah, 100%. Okay. So let's, yeah, um, yeah did, did you want to elaborate on that? Um. No, I thought you. I thought you put it really well. I was just gonna say also, like the third point, I, I was. Just, I just came to my mind about the mastermind was yeah. um, for me, because 
being a fight fan, Floyd Mayweather is obviously is like the biggest name, right? And yeah. When he walked into the room and he literally like walked by me to go onto the stage to speak, and then we got to meet him and shake his hand and stuff. Like the presentation that he gave, I've already seen him say it before, and we knew that he invests into real estate. We knew that he's got um, a lot of assets, but to hear him talk about it in person, I feel like made it click for me. Mm. Because after I left. I thought about it. I was just like, you know what? Like, yeah, it would make so much more sense to kind of diversify my investments because, and have, you know, like some of the profits from the company going to just multiple real estate deals. It's like, it's so obvious, right? And I just wasn't doing it because I was so, I guess, I don't know why I didn't do it, but like to hear it from him while he was like maybe 20 feet from me, kind of yeah. just like kicked it into my mind. Like, like, God, Mike, why aren't you doing this? Right? Like, that's so smart. Yeah, it hits differently. And uh, since we're talking about that, like, who else went to the mastermind that you think, you know, most people in the podcast would be able to uh, recognize? Uh, Rick Ross. Rick Ross, yeah, I remember seeing uh, yeah, some Rick, pictures of him. Yeah, yeah, Rick Ross is cool. Um, Two Chains gave a performance there. Um, there was a panel of um, ladies that were like powerhouse women in marketing. I think one lady was working for Nike. She's a high-up executive. Listening to them and talk about the market was really cool. Um, then there was another gentleman talking a lot about crypto, mm. um, which is really neat also. Neat. Yeah. It's a big group of people like uh, with a lot of influence. So that's neat. Um, I want to go back to you talking about mentorship and how you invested 100000 in, in this mastermind, but you wouldn't necessarily like recommend it for everybody, right? It really depends how much you're making and if it's even logical to be in that group of people. Um, how important do you think it is or yeah, how important do you think it is for people to invest in themselves through coaching programs or masterminds? And I, I know it varies depending on what they're doing, but maybe just give us like the general thoughts. Yeah. So I definitely think that's very important. I would just say make sure whatever you're investing into, you do your research and your due diligence. I personally did not invest per se into coaching by people. What I did is I invested into masterminds. So I joined different groups of people that were like the mastermind that I'm in right now for a yeah. lot cheaper. Um, but at that time, it was still a bit of a stretch for me. So I still think it's important. And one of the biggest things that Help me move the needle like i said is just having the right people around you yeah and it was really investing into a mastermind going to different events even going out of your comfort zone that did it for me i mean like you sometimes you're gonna just have to hop on a plane by yourself w without knowing anybody and just like being like you know what i'm gonna believe that i'm gonna go to this event and meet somebody um yeah because like if your existing circle is the way they are and you don't know people like you can't really do epic stuff with them, right? You're going to have to forget about them and move on to somebody else and or a different group who want to achieve the same dreams you are and get to work because it's going to be a ton of work. But when you have a group of people that are doing it, you can have like little tidbits of advice, right? Mm -hmm. That And you guys can almost work together like a, like a unit and progress together towards your goal. Yeah, love it. Yeah, that made me think of uh, kind of like ra um, raising the thermostat, right? It's like, you're you're not where you want to be you want to raise the temperature but the only way to do that is to raise the thermostat by being around people who are at that level who are doing better than you in one way one very fast way is to pay to be there like for you to try mm -hmm. to go shake floyd mayweather's hand would take a long time <laughs> if you didn't if you tried right. going any other way but you paid the 100 grand and you were there with him with other people and instantly like that the temperature in that room just went up so fast because those guys those guys are high high achievers um and so that's what i love about i think the power of of masterminds the power of just hanging around the right people. You don't even have to be in the mastermind, but if if there's someone in your neighborhood, um, I can only really speak to, to, to medicine, right? So like uh, for people who want to go into medicine, uh, if you hang around a medical student, you're going to learn 
the the right ways to maybe write your application to properly interview because they've been there, they've done that, they know the routine. And so that's why I get a, a lot of people messaging me through YouTube and Instagram asking me for advice, and I love that. Um, but I also talk to some med students, uh, not med students, I talk to some pre-meds who uh, feel down and out, they feel like quitting, they feel unmotivated, but they're not pursuing anything. They're not asking doctors questions, they're not asking a med student questions. So it really, um, the temperature is really important. It's important to hang around people who, who, mm-hmm. who you look up to. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, do you have any tools or resources that you use to increase your productivity? Um, maybe it's like strategies or methods. Uh, you know, the the title of the of the podcast is "Born Unstoppable," and um, my my mission is to really interview people like you, right? Like you overcame all the obstacles. You're still succeeding. You're always striving to grow. And I believe that people with that mindset, with that mentality, along the way, like you have to try to optimize everything that you do. So is there anything, any apps, uh, tools, strategies that you use on a day-to-day basis um, that you think would help most people listening? I do my best to stay organized. Mm -hmm. So my company, we have an annual goal. And we break that down into quarterly goals and we do everything by quantity. So we have actual dollar figures for everything. And that kind of helps us be aligned into what we want to do even down to the weeks. So my team and I are very careful with that and we try our best to stay organized. So everyone on the team has a, an agenda. We have a big calendar where we write down all the things that we're launching because we're doing so many things at once. So we try our best to stay organized even down to our corporate structure and the way we structure our company's um, drive, it's very, very structured. Because I find when things get complicated and we start forgetting how things are structured, then that's when things get lost and we're wasting energy on a lot of things that are not driving revenue directly, right? Yeah. So I would say just stay organized, have a plan, and that makes things a lot lot easier to kind of follow. Okay. So... organization is is very key and does your calendar like if i were to look at your calendar is it super structured like every hour is accounted for or is it more kind of like i think you mentioned earlier it's more like broader goals like you know roughly what you should be accomplishing every week or every month so for the week i write down three goals that we have to do three or four let's say and then in the during the weekdays in the mornings is when i have my deep work time and i know and my team knows also that during the middle of the day, so usually between 10 and 11, 10 and 12, I'd say, is when I try to put all my meetings with the team. Then afternoon, I try to keep that open because typically things will come up throughout the day, whether it's vendors, media buyers, things occur during the day. And then we have to kind of jump on them. Mm-hmm. Or if not, then we just keep working. And then for things like this that are kind of outside of work, I'd keep it towards the end of the day or on the weekends. And that's pretty much it. So yeah, my day is not like, by the hour that some people are. Mm-hmm. I just have the mornings that are sectioned off, the middle of the day for my team, and then afterwards, it's pretty open. Oh, okay, all right, cool. Um, I love listening to people's quotes. Uh, I think there's you can learn a lot through quotes. Is there a favorite quote that you, of yours? I would say something about overcoming failure and never quitting. Like the... Um, whatever is in the way becomes the way, I think, is, yeah, that one. By Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. And what is it again? Um, whatever is in the way becomes the way. Okay. Yeah, you go through it or you over- overcome it. Yeah, basically, yeah. 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 Right. Um, I ask this to every, every person that's on the show, uh, what are three traits of somebody who is unstoppable? Never give up, think big, and hardworking. Hey, Chiago here. Do you ever feel like there are just not enough hours in the day? For the past four months, I've been creating and running an online coaching program. 
The Unstoppable Performance Training Program is a program that I developed that helps students develop their high performance skills so they can save 10 plus hours a week so they have more time to spend on their hobbies and relationships. This program teaches you the proper systems and strategies that you need to get more done in less time while overcoming procrastination, anxiety, burnout, and will help you experience life more deeply. If you feel like you're currently not tapping into the potential that you have, if you feel like you're stuck and have more in you to give, then book a free strategy session with me today. Just go to www.chiagoluzvargi.com forward slash strategy. Now back to the show. Never give up. Think big and hard working. Great. Yeah. Uh, I think it's super important to... um, be consistent, be perseverant. Like we said, challenges are going to come. And the thinking big reminds me going back to that childlike mentality where you don't limit your potential. You you realize that you have a lot mm. to, more in you to give. And I've been learning that in my life um, a lot in these past couple of years, right? Because for me, I've been always with the mentality, I'm going to become a doctor ever since I was young. And I never thought about anything else. And recently, in these past couple of years, I've been learning more about entrepreneurship and the potential. And I was like, oh, man, like I can't just just become a doctor. Like I want to try more. I want to put more on my plate and, and stretch uh, myself to see what I can actually do. So last two years ago, I started my YouTube channel in medical school. So I was like full-time medical student and a YouTube channel. And then last year I started this podcast um, and I'm just like slowly figuring out where my my limits are, right? Because I would kind of reach um, a burnout or whatever and then scale back. Like, okay, this is how I do it. Maybe I got to manage my time. Maybe I got to do something I enjoy a little more often. And then I thought, you know what? Maybe I can put one more thing on my plate um, and start a business. So I started an online high-performance coaching business uh, this past summer. and. Nice. I tri- I attribute awesome. that. Thank you. I attribute that. And actually, Richard, Richard, you was kind of like the inspiration for that because um, he did it. And I attribute a lot of that to being around people like yourself that have this kind of unlimited mentality where it's like, listen, sure, it's going to be tough. Sure, most people don't do it, but you won't know if it's possible unless you try. And I have a lot of people like my parents, even my my wife, um, we just got married just over a month ago, but she was my girlfriend at the time. And she was like, baby, like you're doing too much. Like, stop, you're going to become a doctor. You're going to get paid. You're going to do well. And I'm like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta push. I gotta find that, that limit. I gotta kind of try to see what that potential is and tap into it. And it's like this unsatiable thirst to to see what's, what's next. And it goes back to like thinking big. I didn't want to limit myself to just being a doctor. And because of that, I'm able to, uh, I've been able to share a lot of advice and meet people on YouTube and uh, talk with people like yourself on on a podcast. And it's been an amazing experience. So I can definitely, um, you are, and I'm living proof that if you never give up, you think big and you work hard, you know, you can achieve the goals you set out before you. Absolutely, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a great story, and I'm super proud to hear about all the cool things you're doing. Appreciate it. Um, what's, uh, I think, when people listen to our stories and they see our successes, it's easy to, to think that people are invincible, right? People are perfect, or maybe it was easy. What is something that you failed at? Um, yeah, and how did you kind of overcome that? Or what, what did you learn from it? Um, I mean, similar to Muay Thai, you fail all the time, right? In business, I feel plenty. But, you know, my motto has always been just to fail fast and fail forward. So mm-hmm. I remember clearly one night I was trying to do something and I had four different programs to select from. So I bought all four of them and I tried all four of them at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I, I figured that none of them were going to work. So then I made my own and I did that in the span of like, you know, like 12 hours. Right. Mm. So 
um yeah so you just gotta fail fast like if you have an idea just test it that's why i always say like test things quickly because you got to be able to like figure out if it can like if it has the opportunity to work or not yeah um because that's what we do and i failed at many things in fact i would say most of the stuff that we launch are failures but the few things that work we double down on and we can scale them um to the point where it recuperates all the losses that we um occurred incurred i'd say um when we were testing to find the one thing yeah okay that's important feel fast feel forward and and just and just keep keep learning from it and i'm curious i just thought of this question like you you have a supplement company um i'd love i love learning about nutrition and supplements um being in the medical field and what supplements do you take on a daily basis i do greens multivitamin sometimes collagen protein omega-3s and magnesium okay uh, yeah. what about you uh, right now i'm taking vitamin d try to take that um, every day uh, and oh, get nice. some su- sunshine o- omega-3s and recently jess and i we made our own liver supplement because we wanted some organ meat and uh but mm-hmm. I didn't want to pay for it because it was a little too expensive to buy the actual supplement from other people. Um, and I think I, at that time I couldn't find any in Canada because I know uh, Dr. Paul Saladino, he makes his own supplements and sells that. But at the time it was only available in the U S so I'm like, Oh, you know what? Maybe I can just, you know, buy, make my own. And so it was a really fun experience. You just buy the liver dehydrated and um, it's, completely natural it's like eating liver but i hate the taste of liver like i tried cooking it and changing the you know hiding the flavor which is not doable um so that was one quick way of of getting uh, some some good vitamins within a, a capsule yeah um you've been through you're 32 uh, you've been through a lot. I'm sure you've learned a lot of lessons. If you could go back and give your 20-year-old self advice, what would you say? Hmm. I would say ignore all the people around you right now because they're not really trying to do anything great. <laughs> Just listen to yourself and work really hard. <laughs> it's funny that is. <laughs> And then in 10 years, you're going to achieve a lot of big stuff. And then you're going to look back on them and see that they have not moved at all. And everything will be okay. Yeah, that's good advice. And I think um, that's what that's obviously personal. Uh, that's advice from personal experience because uh, you went through a phase that you had to really shut people out for, for a time until you kind of got the business up and going and, and then I'm sure you you open the doors to like family and friends. Um, but that's really, that's so true. It's so easy to kind of let people share the opinions, which distract you from your main purpose and goal. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Huh. Yeah, like, it, I mean, this happened literally very recently. I mean, it's been so long since my business has taken off. But I remember like, I told my mom I'm gonna get a tattoo, and she said like, "Oh, how are you gonna get a job, right?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Mom, I've, I've literally had this company for like four years now." <laughs> and then just the other day, actually, um, you know, my 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 mom told me that she got laid off, you know, oh. after like 25 years of the same company, and she was a whole she was very traditional, like just get a job at a big company, um, don't worry about things, don't talk about money, even right growing up, it was like don't talk about money, that was yeah. a big thing. Um, very negative around that. Anytime I talked about goals, she would be very negative around it, even today a little bit. But now, you know, she's seen my place and you know, I'm basically taking care of her now. Mm-hmm. She's like, wow, you know, like, thank God, like, you know, you, did, you didn't listen to me, right? Like, yeah, that's incredible. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool how, um, yeah, maybe she, she doubted you at first, but she came around, she saw what you're doing and you're able to support her even despite maybe some some lack of support in the in the beginning so that's really cool that you can provide for for your mom and keep her going like that yeah i mean i always tell people this like you have to realize your parents have a total different set of experiences from you they they were born you know like 
60, 70 years ago when the computer probably wasn't even around, right? Let alone mm-hmm. like Facebook, let alone that you can make money online. So they're like literally, technology is moving so fast that these, like that generation, if they were to know what's going on now, they wouldn't even keep up with the rate of change. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's moving so fast that they can't even keep up, let alone catch up, right? So once you understand that, like that, I mean, they don't even know that Facebook, you can make money on Facebook, right? Like, yeah. can, like they don't even know what Facebook is, right? Let alone that we can target different audiences, we can use the data, blah, 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 like all that stuff, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, you can't take what they're saying to you because they literally don't know what's up from down. Yeah, that's true. Definitely got to take, um, got to take their advice within context. Uh, For sure. That's important. Um, what what did you believe when you were young that you no longer believe? Hmm. I believe when I was young that I don't believe now. Yeah, like a false belief you had when you were young. I don't know. That's a tough question. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> you can't think about it. Oh, we can um, move on. Yeah, that's a tough question. I don't know. What What are some things that you, like, what's, what's an example that you had? Yeah, I would say, like, um, a typical one is maybe... I could never be an entrepreneur or I would never be able to. um, I mean, not that I have, I haven't achieved it yet, but like I wouldn't, as a kid, I probably didn't believe that I could make a million dollars because I just thought I wasn't cut Mm -hmm. out for it or I didn't know how, but now I realize the, the potential. It's like, you know what? I actually believe that I think I can do it. My mindset's completely different. Um, so that's what I I would say. I haven't even given that question too much of a thought. It is a, it is a challenging one. Cause you got to like reflect back like, Oh, what did a, my younger self believe? Um, but that's my, my short answer. Yeah, that's a good answer. I mean, I, I feel like I was kind of a, always an oddball when I was younger mm-hmm. and maybe this is because I I've experienced, you know, my Marissa's, my girlfriend says this a lot, um, where she's like, the reason why you hustle so hard and you've always been a hustler your whole life, right? I, I mean, like I launched my first company when I was 17, cutting grass for my neighbors, right? right? And like aer- aerating the lawn with like that machine that pokes holes in the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like that, like I was even talking to Marissa today. I'm like, man, my cousin Hanson, he's out like making a band and singing and stuff like that, right? And I was like, man, I've like never thought about that. For me, what was fun was making money, right? Like I've always been like, yo, I want to make money, right? And yeah. I think it's because from a young age, I experienced poverty, right? So I remember like being really poor when I was young and getting um, like a birthday gift from Goodwill, which is a donation store for 25 cents. And then yeah. I had to walk home because I was a bus fare for the day, right? So I've always known from a young age that I would be successful. And mm. I think that pissed off a lot of people around me, especially in high school, because I would be like, yo, I'm not... Like, I don't need to take this course. Why would I take it? I'm going to just hire you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was really arrogant like that when I was young. So, um, but it, it's the funny thing is like, it's all true now, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I, for me, I never, I've always had that like jump my shoulder where I felt like I wouldn't make it. Um, but I don't know, like other stupid shit, like fit tooth fairy and stuff like that, or like when you're young, yeah. I'm using tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if you if you could put um, any message on a billboard, what would it be? Um, I would just say believe in yourself more, have more confidence, um, to just really believe in what what you think. Because okay. a lot of the times, just people around you, if they're the wrong people, um, they're going to portray their own negativity and onto you. If you just believe in yourself and you think it's a good idea then I urge like everyone to try to te- just test it out. We you know what's the worst that can happen, right? Like just test mm. it out. Yeah, totally. It's a great message. Um, is there, so with that, 
that's it for the questions that I kind of have. Like, is there anything else kind of on your heart that you, you'd love to share? Um, no, I mean, if there's anyone that ever has any questions, I'm always, I love talking to people, helping people. So feel free to you know hit me up or reach out to me. Sure. So if and they did want to, if they did want to hit you up, um, how can they get in contact with you? Um, Instagram is probably the best. I think my Instagram is Mike Zhang 044. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll link that yeah. in the description. Um, bro, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and, and sharing your experience, answering these questions and, and giving the advice that, that you did. I think we, we talked about a lot, mentorship, high performance, mindset, overcoming uh, failure. Uh, these are all uh, such pivotal things that I think if uh, one person listens to this podcast and they take action on one piece of advice, it could really change the the trajectory of their life. And so I'm super grateful that you took time out of your day to uh, join me on this podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm very grateful you invited me. Thanks for listening to this episode. Listen, God created you to be creative and he gave you a unique potential. But oftentimes we don't know how to tap into that. Some of us need more guidance than others. I know that because that was me. If you want to develop high performance strategies and become unstoppable, then I'd love to hop on a call with you today and see how we could work together. So go ahead and book a free strategy call with me at www.chiagolusvargi.com forward slash strategy. I'll see you soon.